whistle and for the first time since 1988 Galway are the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Champions they have beaten Waterford on a full-time score of 26 points to 217 and you cannot say that they don't deserve it they've been the best team all year and they have been the better team today. Mihal Donu, normally so reserved, is jumping up and down. He's fist bumping. He has led Galway to the title. A fifth title overall for the tribesmen. That was the sound of Galway winning their first All-Ireland title since 1988 here in Crow Park, beating Waterford 26 points to 213. They are deserving winners. Their fifth All-Ireland crown. This is Off The Ball's post-match podcast coming to you from Crow Park where the seagulls are swirling around and the pitch is clear. There's an eerie silence about the place. Aside from the birds, it's almost Hitchcockian. Coming up, we're going to get analysis from Connor Hayes. We're going to hear from Waterford manager Derek McGrath who is very honest in his assessment. Dan Shanahan, the Waterford selector, will also talk to us. David Burke, the Galway captain. What a performance by him today. What a speech as well, it has to be said. Also, Noel Connors, the Waterford defender, will talk to us, as will Galway manager Michal Donoghue and Galway forward Joseph Cooney. Tommy Walsh and Dahi Regan were on off the ball between 5 and 6 today. If you want to check that out, by all means do. It was good stuff, great analysis, as always, by those two. Go to uh, newstalk.com forward slash listen back. As always, GA coverage on off the ball brought to you by Bordgosh Energy, proud sponsors of the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship. Let's start with Galway captain David Burke. He led his team all year to trophies. They won the Walsh Cup, if memory serves. They won the league. They won Leinster. And they have captured the All-Ireland title afterwards. I caught up with him in the tunnel. David Burke, you've had some tough days in September with Galway here in Crow Park. Today is a good one. How does it feel? Yeah, definitely, Sheen. And really delighted for the people of Galway, the management, the players. Everyone that has a connection to the team in some way. Anyone that has trained us or coached us over the last couple of years, as they've coached me in club, so they've all can take something out of this and uh, I suppose it'll bring a small bit of solace to everyone for the last 29 years that we finally bring Liam back across the channel. We'll talk about the game, obviously, but in your speech, and it was a magnificent speech, you mentioned Noel Donoghue, you mentioned Tony Keady, two warriors of Galway hurling who, who sadly weren't here to see this today yeah definitely I could have mentioned and Joe McDonough as well yeah I could have mentioned numerous other lads and I mentioned them on today FM there as well uh, with uh, you know, my own cousin Barry as well I soldiered with him for years in the middle of the field you know, Jason Flynn's own brother John you know, Paul and uh, you know, as you said Joe McDonough I, I could have mentioned a lot of lads but I think just in the, the, the occasion um, you know, Tony and, and Niall you know, Niall being a, a close friend of mine and, and Tony was I suppose a special everyone had a connection to him and all over Gaula so I think today was the right time to mention them and uh, look it'll bring a small bit of a small bit of happiness to them for maybe a few minutes yeah, It was a very nice touch out of you by the way um, talk to me about the game itself some battle but you came out on top mainly because you were able to win the turnovers and get it out to your shooters yeah exactly um, Tough, tough game, funny game. Every takes on, every game takes on a life of its own, and we knew we'd been going very well in the first half, and only a pint up at half time. So just reassuring the lads really that we're doing a lot of things well. Puckouts maybe we weren't getting on them, and maybe the two boys were on top. You know, Jamie and Kevin were on top. Me and Johnny in the middle of the field. So I just said to Johnny, as we've been saying the last couple of weeks, if we can just shut them lads down in the second half, and stop them from scoring. And I think I don't think they scored in the second half from play. So 
that probably was the platform for us winning the game. So to be honest, and the subs made a massive difference coming in, John Jason and Niall. And you want your subs making a difference. Like the last day against Tip, your subs made a difference. And today, again, four points yeah. and two lads. Is, it's huge. It's the winning of a game. And that's what the panel is all about at the end of the day. I know it's a sporting cliche, but there's a selflessness about this panel. And I heard a story, and whether or not it's true or not, I don't know. But it seems like it is true that when the team was named, Niall went over to Johnny Glynn, shook his hand and said, congratulations start do what you can and hopefully I'll come in and finish it yeah that was his words and like you know I suppose that's that's nice that was coming from Johnny maybe as well the last in the deep game he came on and, and done a job you know against when he came on the second half against tip so like they're a serious bunch of guys you know they're all the biggest asset they all have is they're all great people they're all good friends um, we built up a special bond but you know we were competitive in training and we knew that was going to get the best best out of us for I suppose solely to get purpose was to win this All-Ireland and I just kept reminding lads of that goal like whether you start fighting a train or something even or you dis- disagree with a lad I said lads our goal is to win All-Ireland no matter what and uh, I think that's just reassuring with them all, all that over the last couple of months has helped Is that the key thing that Michal Donoghue has done? Obviously look his training is excellent his tactics excellent the people he's brought in excellent but he's bonded you together and it's given you that extra few percent Yeah I think he, every lad he's brought in between Lads that do the training between Noel and Franny and Dave and Joyce, Dave Morris, all these lads, like they're serious tacticians, yeah. good people, and they're positive people to be around. And I suppose that comes back to me all when he's able to delegate out the work to all these lads and they do their jobs. And Lucas as well uh, had us in tip top shape. Like it's the same central condition what other teams are at as well, but he's more probably, you know, clinical and uh, attention to detail is unreal. So that's why you probably see lads in, in tip-top shape. But is that why with 20 minutes to go, you looked like you were going to win? You looked like you were never going to lose this, whereas in 2015, and I appreciate one-off games can be different than maybe 2012, it didn't look that way. It looked like... I you know, know, I just think yeah. deep down, we, I think in one stage of the second half, I said to Joe and Jenny, I said, lads, this is where we need to drive on now. There was 55 minutes on the clock and yeah. it was tit for that. I think we were a pint or two up and it was going like that for a few minutes yeah. and said no we just need to push on and try and open up a bit of a gap and no that was our time really and you you can say tactics of this and substitutions come on here and there but it was really the want and the will to win really that goes over the line David I'm stealing magic moments for you go and celebrate with your team I spoke to you after the league final I sense something special was happening then of course very easy to be right in uh, retrospect but I'm sure you sensed it then as well yeah thanks Oshin we'll enjoy the next couple of weeks and uh, I'll enjoy bringing the cup back to Gala the West awaits thank you thanks very much David Burke putting his body on the line again today. What a display from the Galway captain. A more deserving winner you won't you won't meet. Um, I guess it's the easiest thing in the world to talk to the winners, isn't it? They'll always want to talk for losers or those who are defeated. It's not so easy. In fairness, Derek McGrath, Dan Shanahan and Noel Connors all stepped up from the Waterford side. We'll hear from all three of them, uh, starting with Derek. Derek McGrath, Waterford manager. Um, I know you're very proud, but you're also very disappointed. Do you think that the team who just played that bit better on the day won? Yeah, I think that's a fair call. I think it's if you kind of uh, very hard to do a cold analysis straight away, but I think the first ten minutes was probably, um, you know, we were kind of hit with sucker punches. Galway looked so fluid early on. It was four points on the board, and I think we got a goal against the head. So it looked marginally a better team. I thought. I thought we were chasing for long periods. Galway's scores came a bit easier, and it looked like they looked like to us they were missing nothing. Not sure what the white count, but they seemed to be kind of missing nothing almost. Kind of, you know, it was kind of a we were chasing it a bit. So no real complaints and and. Um, against that feeling of disappointment is just the overriding emotion of pride in our own lads in terms of what they got out of themselves, you know? Yeah, I think they only hit five wides in the end. When Waterford launched the ball long from the pocket, they seemed to be able to turn it over. You didn't seem to be able to win as much ball as you have been doing in the last couple of games. 
Yeah, I think the balance between the short game working and not working in the first half, as opposed to trying to get in over Garrod McInerney in the second half. You know, we kind of maybe we just overemphasized the long ball in the second half and go. We were coming deep on the break, so it was very difficult to kind of to get it right on a given day. You know, I just as I said, it was it was it was it was a case we discussed at halftime. We were getting kind of murdered on our own pockets, so we just we decided to try and get in over if we could and get onto the break. And we got some early joy in that early second half, but overall, I think we probably lost lost our way in terms of the game that we it suited to us. We almost played into Galway's hands for the last certainly for the last 15 minutes in all the game. Was it their physicality that made the difference? Is that why, is that why they won the, the kind of rocks in the last 20-15 minutes? And, and is that just down to physicality or is it down to a few factors? Yeah, well, look, I, I said to our lads before the game that physicality was a state of mind. was kind of, you know, that sometimes the, the, the knackiness of, of smaller forwards can give guys to where I won't say cumbersome, but are more are bigger physical specimens a little bit of trouble. So that that didn't materialise. If you like, that's that's the nature of what happens on a given day. So I think Tommy gave us that bit of knackiness when he came in off the bench, and and, and uh, Jamie was giving it that, that knackiness in the first half. So yeah, look, you could put it down to physicality, but you could also just put it down to just raw hunger and 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 desire, if you like. And I think that was equally that was equal on both sides. But look. It is what it is now at this stage. I guess it was a big disadvantage and it maybe changed the plan a bit when Shane Bennett had to go off so early. Amaris came in about 22, 23 minutes into the first half. It's not normally when he would come in. Yeah, yeah, look, look, that, that's the nature. We, we, we had spoken even about possibility of a blood subs or someone going off injured after five or ten minutes, you know, and, and so we kind of had plan for it, if you like. So I think the expectancy was that Morris would come in and would, would impact on the game because... You know, we, he, he'd been flying in training and we, we contemplated starting him as opposed to, you know, kind of going with what we've been doing up to this. You know, normally he would appear after 40 minutes or 45 minutes. So look, when they're down the home straight, but look, I'm not sure what the score was after 40 minutes, 45. I'd say it was, we were either a point down or costly a point up, so we were kind of still in the game at that stage. But we looked to be chasing it, certainly for the last, I thought, last 12 minutes, certainly, you know. Will you watch this one back and try and take learnings from it or what do you do at this stage? Do you just say, look, you've got to leave it? Oh, I, I, like every game, I suppose we watch back, but yeah, not really. I, I, I haven't even thought there was such a kind of finality about today's game in terms yeah. of it being a final. I haven't even contemplated what it'd be like to kind of watch it back or otherwise. So yeah, yeah I guess just they just they took their scores easier and that's it. Yeah, and, and look, look, I, I'm normally more candid than I have been now, but I, yeah, I think think that's what it was. I think like like, like there certainly seemed to be a period of anything that kind of dropped into their hand. It was risky, kind of was over the bar straight away. David Burke got a couple of got a very good long range point around 46 minutes into this or in the, in the second half, and it just seemed to be a little bit easier. We seemed to be a bit chased and trying to force it too much, but you meet very good players. That's what can happen, you know. Derek, hard luck today. Thanks, Ocean. Noel Connors, Waterford defender. I know you're very disappointed. Um, is it fair to say, well done, Joe? Is it fair to say the better team won? Yeah, it's probably hard to, to digest, to be probably honest. Um, look, they've probably been the most consistent team, I'd say, the last you know, 12 months or, or longer. And, you know, they've been knocking at the door, I suppose, a lot longer than what we have. And, you know, I suppose it was a great battle to watch for, if, from a neutral's perspective. But I suppose we are, you know, uh, very disappointed with the result, obviously. But, you know, credit to Galway. They've, you know, been phenomenal all year. Physically, were they just that bit more dominant? They seem to win a bit more ruck ball. They seem to be a bit cleverer in using that ruck ball when they did win it. Yeah, perhaps. I think they're a small bit more developed than we are as a team, but I suppose it gives us plenty of scope to work on over the next, you know, couple of months and that. And I suppose the good thing about sport is, you know, you have an opportunity to go back to the well and, and, and dig a small bit deeper. But uh, I suppose the next few days and months will be, you know, difficult enough to take. But uh, you know, when you get back onto the field, you know, there's no better feeling to look around. You see an incredible bunch of lads and management that will go through the milfie, and that's what the sport's all about. And I suppose that's fundamentally what's really good about the GA. And it's, you know, an organisation like no other, and it's one that we all cherish and love. And it was fantastic to be out there the last few days and then playing in front of massive crowds. I guess the game 
really changed when they brought on Jason Flynn and Niall Burke and I guess maybe they just had the better of it up to that but that's when they seemed to pull away what was your reading of that what was your view of that why did that happen yeah absolutely and look you know that's I suppose that's the win of the games now it's it's very comparable now to the rugby where you bring on a front row with 60 minutes gone and, and you try and push off from there so it's no different with I suppose Hurland the way it's gone I suppose 50 minutes you know 55 minutes 60 minutes it's uh, there's plenty of running around that stage and there's plenty of physicality and, and punishment on the body so you know they had you know experienced fellas to come on and really push forward and they took their chances probably a small better than what we did I spoke to Dan and a guy said to him just before I interviewed him sometimes you have to lose one to win one so I guess you got to take this I know it's hard to analyse a game immediately afterwards and I really do appreciate you talking because I know it's incredibly tough to do after an All-Ireland final defeat but sometimes I guess maybe you just got to look at it and just take the learnings as this Galway team seemed to have done I mean they've gone through some hurt yeah absolutely and you know obviously you want to win every game and you aspire at the start of the year and, and run up to every game and every year you, you aspire to win every match and you know, it's, it's back to, you know, they've been there a few times before and, and they probably are a small bit more developed than where we are and they probably tasted the experience, obviously, you know, the last couple of years and, you know, that all adds a small bit of value to it. You know, it's all about percentages when it comes to this and I know I think it was three or four, maybe a couple of voids they had in comparison to others. At times our, our shooting was a small bit uh, rash and I suppose that's something that they have worked on the last couple of years and, and so on and, you know, ultimately that's what made the, the end result at the end of the day. And just before I let you go, the fact that you did battle, the fact that you put it to them to the end is there any consolation in that, in that because you know you know, I guess if you hadn't turned up today if you hadn't performed it would have been hard to build for next year whereas now you look and you go we weren't far away from an incredibly good team and we showed up on the biggest stage of the year which is something that Waterford haven't done since 63 they lost that final but they played well enough yeah look and there's always positives to take from from every sport and I suppose that's the good thing about sport that you get the opportunity to reflect on things and then analyse it and I suppose that'll take a few more weeks for us and We'll step back and we will look at it and we'll, we'll see what we need to kind of develop in the next you know, coming months and weeks and that kind of stuff. But uh, I suppose fundamentally we have to develop and we have to go on and, and we'll have to try and change a few different things here and there. But you know, I suppose our aspiration won't be any different uh, in 2018. No, really appreciate your time. Hard luck today. Thanks very much. Here with Dan Shanahan, Waterford Selector and Coach. Dan, is it fair to say that, look, we can break it down, we can talk about it, but ultimately maybe the better team on the day one? Yeah, I would say that. Was, um, it's a bit hard to take, to be honest with you. But look, um, when you're beaten by a better team on the day, and we performed about 90% of our, our team, we were just beaten on the better day. Like, you know, but they're they're a fantastic team. They're a mature team, so they are. And it's hard to take, but I have to say to all lads, they gave it everything they had. And when you when 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 you can do that, and and, and the lads gave it everything. No, so I've no, I have absolutely no problem. And no, no one will ever tell me about these lads. They gave us everything. Four years. And, and they gave us everything so they did and I cannot emphasize that enough they, they put their put their hearts on their sleeves so they did and today and today was Galway's day Did they have the edge physically throughout the game because they seem to be able to turn over the ball a bit easier and find their shooters a bit easier Yeah I suppose they bought the physicality of the game so they did but I think we matched it to be honest with you. they didn't blow us over the way if you know they got a few scores maybe easier they got one or two frees easier than we did if I'm being ruthlessly honest brutally honest though I did um, but again you know, it's all about the players, and we, we, we in zero eight, we didn't we didn't perform, but the lads did something today. Performed, never died. They gave it everything they had, and sometimes as a, that, that, that man there told me, you have to win and lose one to win one. Like you know, but that doesn't feel like an old dressing room. Like we're hurting, very hurting, and look, it's it's hard to take, but we're great in defeat because God, we were just bit that bit better on us today. Did you think that some of the calls made by the ref were, were poor? 
I suppose it's easy to say that in hindsight, but um, I thought one or, more, one or two more. Yeah. Noel Connors there at one stage, and one or two more, more definitely. Was there anything kind of that you picked up on that, that you thought was happening I, I, consistently? I, I'd have to watch it again. Yeah. I, I don't think there was consistency there, but who wants to be a referee? Host, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, when you lose game, they're, they're, they're the first village you go after. But look, when, you, when you're there on the line, all you want is consistency, like, you know. And there was one or two we thought personally we didn't get to there. What was the talk of half time? Because even though you got the scores. They seem to be winning ball easier, and Waterford seem to be struggling on their own pocket. Yeah, we're probably struggling, but at least we're, I think we're a point down at half time, wasn't it? Yeah. So look, we knew we didn't perform in the first half. We tried, we tried to make it happen to come out in the second half, and uh, it didn't work. Like, but our lads gave it everything. So proud of them lads. We're so proud of them lads for what they've for, for the journey they've been on, and so I am, and and, and where, where where we come from, and Derek, as I said inside there, when we came in first, they were boys, they're men now. So we're proud of that. We're proud of that. Niall Burke came on and Jason Flynn came on for Galway. It made a big difference. What do you think happened at that stage? Because that was the turning point of the game. Yeah, I suppose their subs worked, to be honest with you. Like, you know, Jason Flynn and Niall Burke are two good players, probably hurting they weren't starting. So um, uh, so they proved the point to might maybe might not prove the point to Mighty, but it proved their, their worth and how good they were. Like, you know, and look, they're a, they're a good outfit, lads. They've been knocking on the door. They've lost two or three, is it? To, to, to win one, is it? I don't know. But 2012 and 2015. Yeah, yeah two. So, and it's third time, look, yeah. Third time, look, yeah. Look, but look. That's the way it goes, lads, and I, I can't explain. I can tell you how we feel, we're hurting, we're gutted. We're so proud of the lads, we have to go back to the bank, we know, but we have to raise our heads for the supporters that, that came to us and, and and be mean enough to stand up and, 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 and be there for the rest of the supporters as well tonight. And they're very proud of you, I've seen a lot of reaction there, and rightfully so. Dan, there's an average age of 25 in this Waterford team, so it would suggest that, you know, you're disappointed today, but you can come back, you're still in there. Yeah, but so will Limerick, so will Tip. All, it's a new year next year as I imagine saying that already so again it's, it's hard to take but look it's um, it's look that sport is sport I was talking to Tony Keeley's wife there yeah. do you know it puts hurling and sports differently so um, again Tony was looking down on, on, on the Galway team today and I watched him on up for the match last night and his daughter spoke spoke brilliantly and he, he could be a proud man of her last night he was she was absolutely outstanding on and as, as for the family, to sit there last night and look at some of the memories of Tony must have been very tough. But again, he was looking down on Galway today, and I'm delighted Galway won it for him. Dan, uh, the fans are proud. I'm a Waterford man. I'm proud. Hard luck today. Yeah, thanks, Waterford. Dan Appreciate Shanahan, that. Noel Connors, and Derek McGrath speaking to Off the Balls post match podcast here in Crow Park. A very good evening to you, or good morning, or good night, or whenever you're listening. I'm O'Shane Langan. All GA coverage on News Talk brought to you by Board Gosh Energy, proud sponsors of the All Ireland Senior Hurling Championship. Follow hashtag hurling to the core. At the Board Gosh Energy All Ireland Under 21 final next week, by the way, promises to be a good one. Limerick up against Eddie Brennan's. Kilkenny. Kia Lynch is still playing under 21. It seems unbelievable. It's like Luke Perry playing a teenager in Beverly Hills 90210 all those years ago. It was like you didn't really believe it because he was in his mid-30s. Well, Keane is actually under 21 as opposed to Luke Perry pretending to be under 21. I'm going off on a very weird tangent. For a Waterford man, it's been a very hard day. I think you'll forgive me for veering off on tangents. Um, let's hear from the Galway manager, Michal Donoghue. He wouldn't really take much credit. He's that kind of character. Uh, I tried to give it to him he wouldn't take it uh, here's the interview from a little bit earlier on following Galway's All-Ireland final win over Waterford 26 points to 217 the final score Michal Donoghue Galway manager congratulations on becoming an All-Ireland winning Galway manager yeah look it's absolutely fantastic um, since the semi-final you know preparations went couldn't have went any better for us and look I, I keep saying it you know since we came in these boys their attitude and application has been top class and from the whole management's perspective, you know, for the last 
you know, going back to the latter stage lead, really from the Wexford game, these boys took ownership of it. And, you know, when you're in that position, it's, it's a lot easier from my side of it. And, you know, look, the players deserve all the credit. You took a, a, a bold move, I suppose. That's how it was seen from the outside anyway, of starting Johnny Glynn. I guess maybe the aim was to win primary possession. You found your scores easier to come by in the first half and maybe the latter half of the second half, even though Johnny was gone by that stage. You got caught for a couple of goals. You must have been happy, though, with the way you took the points and the way that you found your scores easier to come by than Waterford. Oh, yeah, look, we knew the start was going to be crucial and, you know, we went four or five up, you know, and then Waterford got the first goal and, you know, I thought we kicked on again. You know, look, Waterford are a series team and we knew they were going to come at us all, all gun blazing, you know, we have the height of respect for them and for Derek and his management team and, you know, they showed great resilience as well coming back from, from you know, when we were five up and, you know, the second goal was... You know, a bit of a kick in the teeth for us, but look, I, I thought we showed great resilience again and a bit of composure to go up the field and get a few points again. And at half time, look, the message was, look, you know, we were doing fine. You know, we just made a few tweaks and um, we thought, you know, Tyke Burke probably was on more ball than we would have liked in the first half. So, you know, we, we went with, with, with something different to start the second half, but, you know, Niall Burke made a massive contribution when he came on. J.O. made a massive contribution and look, that's what it's all about. You won the possession, you won the turnovers, you won the rooks and then obviously you put the ball over the bar. Galway always had hurlers, maybe just that ability to win those turnovers, win the rooks, win the possessions, that has been the difference in the last couple of years. That's why maybe they lost in 2012 and 2015, but why you won in 2017, you addressed that issue. Yeah, we did look, but uh, you know, there's no huge rocket science in it. You know, when we came in, one of the first things we asked the boys was that, you know, every day they go out, they have to work and that, that was always number one. And you know, that there was a huge responsibility with them every time they wore a jer- the Galway jersey. And look, it's not that they, they didn't previous, but, you know, they, they were huge rocks for us, you know, in, in the setup that we wanted. And um, look, I, I'm the one in the privileged position today. And, you know, it would be very remiss of me not to mention all the managers that have gone before me. Look, a lot of these boys, you know, help nurture and develop these players. And, you know, same same as... On, on the playing side and the players that I've gone through without winning, you know, this is for everyone. And look, the support here was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, the scramble for tickets for the last couple of weeks. So, you know, really appreciate the support for everyone that was here in Crow Park, everyone back in Galway and, you know, all the Galway supporters around the world. Well done. Thank you. Joseph Cooney, you have finally got your hands on the Liam McCarthy Cup. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to Galway on deserving, deserving to win an All-Ireland final. Yeah, it's hard to... Put it into words, you know, it's just, it's very hard to describe the feeling we're, we're experiencing right now, but I suppose that just that sheer joy amongst one another for all of our panel members and everyone to just embrace after that final whistle was just a feeling I'll never forget, I suppose, you know, we've, we've put our lives on the line for the last number of years, you know, not just this year, but it's just surreal, it's hard to, hard to put into words. Yeah, because you've had disappointments, was there a time that you thought it mightn't come? Was, was it always in the back of your head, I'm going to do this, I'm going to keep driving until I do it? Yeah, I suppose there was part was you know there was part was always there'd be little doubts here and there along the line, but I suppose we had a great bunch behind us this year, and all 34 of us in the management team would always pull you back into line fairly lively. You know, we'd all push in the one way and to get over that line, and you know, thankfully we got over it. But we made hard work of it today. But you know, that's testament to Waterford and how good they've been. You know, so we're just delighted, delighted to get over the line. Oh yeah. You got some lovely scores. But it was an almighty battle out there, wasn't it? Yeah, there was never, I don't know, was it never more than two or three points and it maybe barred the first five minutes, ten minutes and then Waterford got the goals and, you know, after that it was tit for tat and we just, I suppose, we just grinded out the introduction of Niall and J.O. 
really brought that extra bite, winning winning puck outs, winning frees, and then their scores. You know, it's just it's mighty to have a panel that strong. You know, so we're just delighted delighted to get there. Your ability to win dirty balls, to turn over balls, that is the difference this year, I think, and that's what many observers are saying. Is that something you focused on? Is that something you've worked on? Is that something you feel is the difference? Yeah, definitely. I suppose the management team have put a few core principles and a few core things to live by on the field, you know, and, and work rate is definitely one of them. And just that desire to get in and win that ball no matter what way it comes, you know, and that's that's massive what we've brought that to our game this year. It's a massive, massive, you know, it, it just got us over the line today, really, because that was the difference, you know. You've already mentioned it. When Niall and Jason came in, Jason Flynn and, and, and Niall Burke and Niall would have obviously been disappointed not to start. That opened it up a bit. That's when he started pulling away. How did that happen on the pitch? Like, what were the things you started seeing that perhaps you hadn't seen to that point? I suppose the boys both came in probably in the inside four lane. I know Niall started out maybe in the half four lane when he came on first, but just their movement and their speed, I suppose that just opened it up. You know, it opened it up that little bit wider and we got the balls into space them and, you know, in fairness, they're two big men, win their own ball and Joe's incredibly accurate when he gets it, you know, and, and it's testament to the two boys. They they had their heads screwed on today and when, when they came on, they done it when it was mattered, you know, so, you know, it's, it's testament to the panel, I suppose, yeah. David Burke gave a very special speech out there. He touched on a lot of things, among them Tony Keady. Was he a bit of a 16th man today? Was it a, a, a driving force? Was it a factor? Definitely, I'd say, you know, the passing of Tony is it's an incredibly, you know, sad time in Galway. You know, he was a warrior from the 80s, you know, and he was definitely up there looking down and, and pushing us on, you know, but um, we needed every bit of everything we got. So, you know, it's no harm to have them up there just, just pushing us on. And, you know, he would have been, he would have loved to have seen this. You know, he's one of the first fellas we'd see in the Regency when we'd normally go back and eat. He'd be the first lad to greet us off the bus. And, you know, we're just delighted that we got over the line, maybe. And it's just just delighted now that we could do it for everyone and go, you know, yeah. Just before I let you go, explain to me what it was like out on that pitch. Kind of maybe slowly realising you'd finally achieved your life's dream and had ended a long wait for this county, 1988 since Galway won it. Yeah, I don't know. I still, it's still not fully sink in, you know. Uh, just walking around, I suppose, looking at all of those faces that you've seen back in Galway, you know, and just the joy on, on everyone and, and all the panel, you know, it's just... It's hard to know. It'll take weeks, maybe months for it to sink in, but look, but it's just... We'll, we'll sit back and enjoy it anyways for this week and, and next week probably, and uh, after that, I don't know. But look, it's, it's just it's hard, to, hard to put it into words. Joseph Cooney, well done. Congratulations on your deserved All-Ireland final win. Thanks very much. Thanks. Michal Donoghue and Joseph Cooney, who like all the Galway players today, really put it in. Congratulations, by the way, to the Galway Miners, who beat Cork in a fairly dramatic minor final earlier on. So it's a good night for the Canning household. Joe and Jack both winning All-Irelands. And I'm sure that Ollie, Joe's older brother, a former All-Star himself, a man who lost two All-Ireland finals, was a happy man in the Sky studio today. Let's get some analysis to finish. The last man to lead Galway to an All-Ireland title in 1988. The, the man who captained them that day is Conor Hayes. And... Uh, I got his thoughts on a dramatic final. Conor Hayes, you led Galway to their last All-Ireland final win in 1988, so there's a nice symmetry that we get to talk to you. Deserving winners today. Uh, they are 2017 champions, and I don't think anyone can have any complaints. No, I don't think so. I think they were the better team. Uh, we always felt they were the better team. Not not as significant as the bookies had it, in fairness. I, would, I, would, I was saying during the week, and sometimes you say these things flippantly but if you say them flippantly it must be somewhere in your head i said gall were about four points the better team than than wadford it turned out it was it was nearly right it was about that you know yeah. it it certainly wasn't going to be a runaway for either side 
it could have been tighter than that, and as it turned out, it could have been as well. It could have been a draw as well, as it turned out. But Galway made a little bit of hard work on it. You know, and Waterford probably just that little bit of experience. And I just felt in the end, the two subs that came on for Galway made a huge, huge, huge difference for us. Really, two points from play each, and Niall Burke winning significant free as well. But Waterford just just didn't work for them today in that way. But Galway have, have also the advantage over Waterford of playing in an All-Ireland final in 2012, a replay in 2012, and... 2015 as well so all of that a lot of these guys would have played in that have been associated with that so that would have been I think that was probably significant as well Michal Donoghue got his planning not just for today I mean overall while managing Galway he got his planning right he looked and said we need to win more ball we need to be more physical we need to be maybe even harder and then we can work it to our shooters because Galway have always had the style maybe they needed a bit of the steel and that has made the difference. Well, I think there were significantly, I suppose, fitness levels seem to be, and I suppose strength and conditioning is a big word or a big phrase now to use, but their strength and conditioning seem to be spot on. And if spot on for hurling, sometimes you'll see guys out there who are big, big, strong guys, but they're just not, uh, it, does, it doesn't improve their hurling. But this seems to have improved their hurling, and it, 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 didn't, it certainly didn't do anything to damage their hurling prowess, because we all, look at been saying it in Galway, we've been saying it for the last two or three years, we have the best forwards in the country and we still have we still have very, very good forwards. You know, aside from Joe Canning, who we used to rely on too much, you know, you know have Joseph Cooning has come up to, to the mark. Conor Whelan was significant as well. He took an awful lot of watching today yeah. and took an awful lot of play away from other players as well. Conor Cooney was outstanding. Cahill Mannion. All of these forwards are outstanding forwards now. And the two forwards are brought on as well. And I think that was that was hugely yeah. significant. And Galway got, he got his game plan perfect, well, didn't he? Did, because yeah. even though there was only one point in it at the break, Galway played way better. As someone said to me, Waterford were blessed to be in it at the break, and that was probably accurate. It was because the two the the, the two goals kept him in the game. Galway should have been six or seven up at half time probably, but weren't. You know, Waterford could have been level at half time as well had Parik Manny put over that free. Yeah. So that would have been maybe a bit different. Waterford got ahead, but just weren't able to get far enough ahead of Galway. To, to do any damage, yeah. you know, and that was the difference. David Burke was immense today. He dragged them through at some stage. He, he kind of, at some stages, he kind of won possession, made the passes, and was a leader. Uh, he's that, and he's developed into that as well. And yeah. I would have, you know, I've been been saying about him that he's he's probably better at wing forward. But when they moved him to midfield, he plays that role as as a as a leader, as you say. He gets onto ball going forward. Got four points in play today. You know, he gets in among the players. He's he's tough. And he's been he's been very steady an influence on the team as well. I think as well all through the all through. He wasn't outstanding in the semi final, but I thought today, just you know, who needs most, he was there, put you know, to take on the ball, win frees, get in blocks, get in hooks, and that was a, that was that was he typified what Galway were about really. Yeah. Your great friend, your late friend Tony Keady, he'd have been proud of that display today. It was great to see his uh, wife and and kids on the pitch in the um, celebrations and of course David Burke mentioning them and I know that they've been around training they've been around the camp and it's meant a lot that has yeah. it's been an emotional day really all round for Galway you know and very emotional when you win there and great relief when Galway win you know what I mean great relief for to see it you know we were beginning to think would we yeah. would we go on to the next life without seeing Galway win you know and to, particularly with, with Tony remembering Tony today you know how, he, how we would love to be in here today and how we would love to be uh, see that victory you know and just a great to see his family out there so a lot of emotion around this final as well aside from the final itself and aside from winning the si- final itself it's 29 years I, when I st- stood up in, in, in 1988 now and, and, yeah. and lifted a cup little did I know I thought we'd, we'd 
well, I thought certainly within the next 10 years after that there would be two or three different other cap or two or three other captains that would do that. But it hasn't happened, and hopefully this team can go on. Maybe not next year. Maybe give yeah. them a chance now. Maybe yeah. you know they're young enough all the time, and they're still average age of 25. Average age of 25. Plenty of plenty of scope in them to win another one as well. And I think they can. You know, there's Kilkenny are not as strong as they were. Tipperary not as strong as they were. Cork looked like to become one good. Clare still there with a threat. Limerick, you know. So Wexford, you'd never know what Davy's going to produce at Wexford either. So like, yeah. it's going to be interesting again next year and already we'll talk about that for next year as well Connor Hayes congratulations I'll let you off to celebrate thank you very much thank Connor you. Hayes of Galway rounding things off on Off The Ball's post-match podcast a lot more to come tomorrow night that's Monday night from 7 on Off The Ball News Talk Breakfast they're also going to cover the All-Ireland final big time tomorrow morning that's Monday morning depending on when you're listening that's on air from 7 o'clock and don't forget to stay with us on offtheball.com and of course uh, our Facebook page that's it from me Oshin Langan in Crow Park I'm a disappointed Waterford man, but I'm also a very proud Waterford man because those boys died with their boots on. But can we have any complaints about the result? No, we can't. The better team has won today. And the best team, I think, overall this year has won the All-Ireland. And I guess you can't complain if that is the case at the end of the season. I'm going to pick myself up and dust myself off and head off to the Waterford Banquet because it is important to try and honour your heroes, even if they are fallen heroes. Uh, I'm sure the celebrations will go on for months on end. They'll wrap up sometime around Christmas in Galway. Remember, they're not under as much pressure to finish up their hurling championship because they don't need to put a team into Connacht. Anyway, those are all side debates and debates that don't matter today. Congratulations to Galway, all Ireland champions. Uh, Thanks for listening. Goodbye.